Something crazy's going on. Welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan. I'm Sergio. And this is going to be one of them, them shoddy episodes where I mean, that means short. It's going to be over in the blink of an eye. Yeah. So long as you have a very slow eye. Yeah, you have a rheumatic eye that kind of sticks a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, we're just going to talk a little bit about Proto Slashers and what we've learned this month and how we're feeling. Just kind of like open up and have a rap session, you know? Okay, let's share our feelings. It Put it out on the It's a table. safe space. Yeah, for thanks, movies. Thanks for coming in. I want you to feel safe here. Good. We watched four Proto Slasher movies this month, and I'm sorry about that. They weren't bad. I feel like they were better than... Well, the vampire movies weren't bad either. Yeah, like, honestly, usually half the movies that we watch are pretty good, but we're watching a lot of older movies, and they can be kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you feel about the Proto Slasher genre, now that we've kind of explored it a little bit? We've taken a sample. Um, Like I mentioned in last week's episode, I feel like I know the exact same amount. Uh, well, but no. Well, you came into this only having seen Texas Chainsaw and I guess Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel like you learned anything more about how the '70s movies operated? I feel like by the '80s we learned how to cut the fat and keep the meat. Okay, that's the. I, I just I keep rehashing that. Uh, they were able just yeah just make them easier for the average moviegoer. Running times were shorter and kill scenes were better. Yeah, and I've learned that uh, proto slashers tend to be interesting in concept in that uh they didn't have rules to apply to so they kind of just went every which way Mm -hmm. but they tend to be much more uh like their paces are kind of suffocating like they're very slow in general Mm -hmm. um but no i i feel like this was one of those things where i feel like i learned but i didn't necessarily enjoy the whole process like school yeah like i'm happy to now have seen these movies but not necessarily to have sat through them. Does that make sense? Like, I'm happy that I have the knowledge yeah, was, of what they are, but actually it was painful having, getting through yeah, it. Having to sit there for an hour and a half for each movie wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. a great yeah. time. Uh, they all had their ups and their downs. I think there was probably only one movie that I really didn't like and I just found boring. Uh-huh. Um, that's because there wasn't really characters that I could enjoy watching on screen. But we'll get to that rating later. We will, pretty soon. Uh, but I have a question. Would you continue with the proto slasher genre? Like in a couple months, if someone walked up to you and was like, "Want to watch a proto slasher with me?" What would you? I'd be like, be "Get away from me! Who are you? <laughs> Why are you talking to me on the street?" Um. Well, it depends what movie. I need a good synopsis here. No, but no, just like, just like a blank slate. Cats in the bag. You don't know what it is, but if it's if it's you know it's a proto slasher, would you be interested? <sighs> Like, maybe after a couple drinks, I would. Okay. Because one thing that I will say about the Proto Slashers is that um, because they are older movies, it is easier to make fun of them through, you know, a 21st century lens. Like, oh, God, like, this passed for good good effects, and this passed for, like, a believable storyline. Mm-hmm. And that, well, the storylines, I guess, were all semi-believable with the exception of the last two. Uh, so, I guess, 50-50. Um, but, I mean, like, this passed for, like, a decent effect. Um, so, I think it's funny to laugh at them, but it's... That's something I would, like, go and watch readily. Yeah. I'd be down. Again, I need to know more information. <laughs> no, I, I feel the same way. Um, like, the big proto-slasher titles, like Texas Chainsaw, Black Christmas, 
I'm there for this. See, movies. I'd be down to watch Black Christmas. Okay, that movie, I, I love that movie, so I'll show it to you. But like the lesser titles, I'd be iffy about. I need a break before I watch more of them, mm-hmm. just because they're not really my my speed. I mm-hmm. like the '80s slasher movies. Like it's very interesting to me to learn about where they came from, but it's less of less exciting. Mm-hmm. What would your ranking be of these four movies specifically that we watched? Um, I would rank them as follows: Number one, Alice, Sweet Alice. Number two, Tourist Trap. Number three, When a Stranger Calls. And number four, The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Okay, I actually have a very similar list, except Tourist Trap's at the top. Okay. And then Alice Sweet Alice, When a Stranger Calls, Town Dreaded Sundown. That movie was something else. It was garbage. Uh, it was man. a cop movie. It was a cop movie. Yeah, cop movies are not as fun. And again, like when you're breaking from formula like this, it's like, oh, it's all about cops. Everybody uh-huh. loves cops. But yeah, that that's about solid. Mm-hmm. The when we, when we closed out our vampire month, I had a game, like I had a little trivia thing about vampires that we played. Um, I couldn't find I mean a, that quiz yeah I couldn't find a good one about proto slashers but I thought of a game if you want to try it what's it what is it we could do six degrees of Kevin Bacon but between like a proto slasher and like a newer movie I could I could sh- I could try one out and show you okay just give it to me I'm gonna try it out okay can I start first no just give me give me the movie okay. that I'm looking to okay can can you connect Alice sweet Alice to Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland? That really depends on how much you know of Brooke Shields' filmography. <laughs> Brooke Shields, okay. Brooke, Sh- and what was the other movie? Uh, Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Um, not a slash. And how many degrees do I have? Six. Six, okay. Um, Brooke Shields, guest start on that 70s show, which had a bunch of characters on it, um, one of them being Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis was also in. Um, uh, I feel like you're getting hot. You already <laughs> you just jumped right there. You're doing good. Uh, Mila Kunis. I think she played Mila Kunis's mom as a guest star. Her mom yeah. wasn't like in the show. No, her dad was a regular character, but I think her mom wasn't. Oh, she was she was in Oz the Great and Powerful with um, James Franco, Pineapple Express. Okay, with Seth Rogen, who was in. Has he ever made a movie with Anne Hathaway where she's his improbably hot girlfriend? No. She was actually supposed to be a knocked up. Oh, we could have closed this game. But she wasn't in that. Um, And he was in Sausage Party. And I feel like maybe one of those characters guest starred in that movie. Dear Lord. Okay. Oh, James Franco hosted the Oscars with Anne Hathaway. I'll let that happen just so this game. Yay! Okay, you did it. For Congrats. all intents and purposes, we're gonna cut out that whole segment where it was dead time. Oh, I will, and it'll be terrible. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna do six degrees. When a stranger calls, connecting the original film to the remake. Okay. Okay. And I don't think there's no cameos from the original film in the remake, so that's not gonna be zero degrees. Okay, good. Um, okay, Carol Kane was in the Muppet movie with Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. Steve Martin was in... The Pink Panther. Why? W- I don't know anyone else. From- oh, Beyonce, Beyonce or whatever. I don't care. No, Steve Martin was I'm in... Sing the latest. Look, you couldn't get through your own thing. Let me do this. Steve Martin was in Cheaper by the Dozen 2 with Taylor Lautner. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, he actually dated her. Taylor Lautner was in Twilight New Moon, or, well, Twilight, with uh, Kellen Lutz who was in A Nightmare on Elm Street 2010 with Katie Cassidy, who was in When a Stranger Calls 2006. She was in that. Boom, shakalaka. Yeah, was she was she? like her friend or whatever. Oh. 
Cool. I did it. You did. Good job. Okay. Or I'm just going to give a recommendation of a proto slasher to watch. Please watch The Texas Chainsaw Massacre if you haven't. Uh, most people have, but it's so good, even though Sergio doesn't like it. Sergio, do you have a recommendation? Um. Yeah. I want to go see like Nocturnal Animals and and or trolls i want to see both of those movies okay so go see them tell sergio how they are yeah uh cool pair up a baby let's get crazy okay we so that's the, oh my god this was supposed to take like five minutes um that's the end of proto slasher month we'll catch you tomorrow for december dun, dun, dun. Diciembre. christmas time is Las here noches de diciembre. Hey, good luck on your journey wait queer. if you want to contact us Hit us up about proto slashers and your own rankings. Find us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. Find us on Facebook at Scream101Podcast. Email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review. Give us five stars because uh, we sat through. Be honest, though. Yeah, no, just just give us a review, please. Okay, good luck on your journey. And stay gold. Bye. Take a golden shower. No, you... Hello. Okay. Hi. Mila Kunis was in Black Swan with Natalie Portman. Um, who was in? Scratch that. Screw Natalie. Um. Um. Okay. So my uh, turn. Alice to Alice. Okay. So Brooke Shields. You uh, already did it. Let me give you. A new this one. is gonna be the re-edited version. I will give version. you a new one to renew Fine. your to renew your faith. Fine. Um, oh, but no one else has seen any of these movies. This episode was brought to you by Cupholder Radio. You can find more episodes of this show and others at cupholderradio.com or wherever podcasts are sold. Get out! The podcast is coming from inside the house. Hello there. I'm Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there! Buckets of blood and human excrement? Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle? And radical hairstyles? Oh, yeah! Then you should check out the Gore Gab Podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. You can find us on the iTunes Podcast Store and on Twitter at Gore Gab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's podcast for the weird at heart.